Constant Contact's digital marketing platform is just what your small business needs to stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. With an easy-to-use, powerful tool set of email and SMS marketing and social media and events management, you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your growth. Not a marketer? No sweat. With our AI content generator and automated emails and texts, you'll say the right thing at the right time, every time. So get going and growing with Constant Contact today. Try it free at ConstantContact.com. What's up, everyone? Chuck P. here for the ABV Podcast. Glad you could join us. Our first episode of 2021. And I couldn't think of a better place to bring in the new year than at Pelican Craft Brands with all my Pelican Craft people. What's up, guys? We're in the like tap room slash whatever. I don't know what I wouldn't even call this room. I don't Club Pelican. Beer is served. Club Pelican. Yeah. We've got LED lights. There's a ping pong table behind me. Yeah, there's beer and coffee and... Beer and coffee. My yeah, two favorite beer. things in the world. <laughs> beer, more beer, coffee, beer, beer. ping pong. <laughs> Sophie's the only one here that still is uh, in the nightlife. I mean, what would you call this place? I mean... I, I think Club Pelican suits it well. Yeah. The, the music... The music one, the, the LED lights, they, 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 dance. they dance with the music. Yeah. I think that's an accurate name. Yeah. Well, there you go. Club Pelican. It's named. It's named <laughs> Club Pelican. I like it. <laughs> yes. Wall robot. The wall robot. Explain to me this wall robot thing. Yeah, so, so Brady, who uh, he used to work for us uh, last year and, and over the summer, he kind of fills in when we need help. Um, he's got a robot that writes on walls that does murals and we he just he's like hey man this thing's just sitting in my closet so what do you want to do with it and i've been thinking about getting an artist in here to do a few murals on the wall i think that's so, a great idea absolutely and apparently i can do this from an app with my phone and it can change like it, it doesn't stay one thing like next week you can be like i want to change it yeah, to something else i can just like draw the dude one week and then maybe draw something else the next i don't know we yeah. definitely be creative. Yeah, like you can have a you can have a nice presentation when one of your clients comes in from out yeah. of town, and you can have like all their logos and stuff on geometric the wall. shapes on the wall. Yes, yeah, very like pleasing it. to the eye. Oh gosh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna turn the lights. Jordan doesn't sound excited about that at all. These are gonna be dancing. There's gonna be shapes on the walls, and people are gonna start having strokes in here. No oh, man, yeah. I'll put up some black lights. <laughs> Need to put a warning at the door if you're sensitive two strobing lights you should probably yeah. be careful when you walk in yeah <laughs> I, was, I was gonna suggest another addition but i think i'm gonna hold back okay <laughs> we'll talk about that i'll surprise air. you next time yes i yeah. want every time i come in i want to be surprised because yeah. the last time i was in this room none of this was here except for the keg box over there that was it yeah yeah we just had this huge kegerator sitting in the back and that was it and so yeah I, I, this whole bar um, I think I built this thing over a couple weeks, just kind of over the it looks weekends. Great. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's cedar top. We did the whole um, ep- was that epoxy? Not epoxy. And yeah, epoxy top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it came out great. Yeah, you did a really good job. I would have swore it's Jordan very sturdy. This, maybe. <laughs> I was ready to give you credit, Jordan. <laughs> Jordy looks. Jordan looks handy, but yeah, he's not. He, oh, we wow. just we just watched him try to plug in a plug. He couldn't figure out how to. Yeah, I gotta yeah. go with him on that. Yeah, I sell things. That's what I do. You drink and you sell things. Yeah, I like it. So uh, let's talk about 2020 and Pelican Craft Brands. How did you guys end 2020 from a business standpoint? 
Do you guys feel like you had a very successful 2020? Yeah, it was with 2020. The pandemic going on. Such a strange year. Yeah, it was the uh, it was the best year we've had. I mean, it was, it was a the best and greatest year, yet the worst year from it, a personal standpoint. Because everybody wanted to just drink and forget about it. Yeah, yeah. So you know, as a result of that, of the day drinking and the and the the, the stimulus checks, uh, a lot of people had a little extra money in their pocket while they were sitting at the house and uh, decided to spend it on our beer, which was amazing. Uh, yeah. So we had uh, we closed out the year on our highest grossing month yet. Wow. Um, that's yeah, nice. yeah. So we've. Uh, We've definitely had some just insane amounts of growth. I, I look back at uh, Jordan's numbers this morning, actually, when I was talking to Sophie, um, and we did more in like three days this month than Jordan did in a month in January. Whoa! Yeah, that was really bad in January. <laughs> yeah, he was, a he was recovering. Is what it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it happens. So, what? How do you have a number of like? How many breweries you guys brought on board for 2020? We went from one to 2022 20, now. We had Huckleberry. And, yeah, I did have Huckleberry. Uh, Southern Craft. Yeah, so it was just Huckleberry and Southern Craft and Paradox. And, Paradox. Uh, mm-hmm. and that was really about it, yeah. And so we hustled and brought in. We're at 20, 22, 22 now, yeah. yeah. And then a few more uh, queued up, getting ready to go. And, nice. Uh, yeah. So we're going to. We're slowing things down this year. This uh, we were basically just uh, cowboying it all last year, um, flying by the seat of our pants, just kind of bringing things in. We were releasing two breweries a month, you know, sometimes two in a week. Yeah, and it just got to be too much. So um, I don't. I feel like we were doing a lot of our breweries a disservice by doing that. Uh, but it was just so much beer coming in at the same time. So really, I want to I want to step back a little bit and focus on on these breweries and give them their due. You yeah. know, give them a little spotlight and a little time, and really concentrate on uh, on building those guys here. As a uh, you know, since they're not a local brand, they're more of a re- a lot of them are regional. Really work focus on on building those those reputations here because I mean they're amazing beer. A lot of these guys have just I would say some of the best liquid currently in the state, but not a lot of people know about them. Yeah, that's the thing so. you're you're bringing in breweries that craft beer drinkers have probably heard of it yeah all the beer nerds know yeah yeah but your average joe out there does not know who untitled art is or paradox or or you know a lot of pontoon like they don't know who those breweries are so you need to be able to pay some attention to get those out into the market and help people get introduced to those breweries so they'll they'll buy the product right Yeah. yeah i mean just this week we're bringing in new beers from uh lupulin brewing nice uh, up in minnesota right minnesota yeah they're from and, big uh, lake big lake yeah mm-hmm. and i mean in minnesota they are like the gnarly barley parish of their state like they make the best some of the best hops in their state um but you know here we've just started bringing them in and a lot of people haven't recognized that yet so yeah they actually lupulin was the uh, the first brewery to brew a new england ipa in minnesota really yeah wow, that's, that's pretty essentially cool. that's why they made that brews because no one else was doing new england ipas and they saw a void in the market and now they're just crushing it i mean they, they're putting out some great hops yeah. blissful ignorance this yeah week, uh, we'll go out this week that's one of the best double I, or best hazy ipa i think in mm-hmm. minnesota twice so um yeah i mean they're no slouch dude that's good what is so we have a lupulin can on the bar right now what it looks i see peanut butter cups 
So I'm getting super excited. Oh, wait. I have one of those in my fridge, I think. You bought one of these, or did you have no, the Imperial? Ah, uh, the Imperial. You haven't had the Imperial yet? No, it's still sitting in my oh, fridge. Man. Yeah. Well, you'll appreciate the Imperial that much more. Okay. But uh, I've had... What am I... Jordan poured one for me uh, before we started. What am I drinking right here? Oh, that's, that's from uh, Brew Caray. That's uh, okay. Dortmunder from Brew Caray. And easy to drink. Really good. Yeah. Oh, Solid. That beer reminds me Solid. of Harry Potter. Like... Dork for some reason because it just sounds like <laughs> like a spell they would cast. I, I know. At I just keep I thinking know. of some little dude with a wand on the on the label, or an area of Germany. You know, yeah. But I'm about, I'm about to drink a Lupulin beer. This is the black lager. Yeah, yeah. black okay. lager. Just a straight up. That's just an, it's, it, what are you drinking? Black lager. What's the name of it? Black, black lager. lager. Yeah. No frills. I like yeah. that. It's good. So they. Uh, I think they're Doppelbach won uh, silver or bronze at the GABF award. So they offered us this black lager, which is close to a Doppelbach. And we just figured, heck, if they know how to make one of those, they should know how to make a black lager. And it is really good. I've, I've drank a lot of it. So That's pretty tasty. I do dig that. Get a little roastiness on the back end, that just that, that toastiness or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Black lagers are not... I don't want to say they're not common, but when most people are gravitating towards a lager, a dark lager like that isn't something you would normally think someone would would go for. They're going to go for the lighter golden, you know, the, the mm-hmm. natural color of a lager. Yeah, even though the dark lager is definitely much more flavorful. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah exactly. The the roastiness gives it that much more mm-hmm. complexity. It, it kind of it gives it a few more layers than a normal yeah. lager is. It's got a little caramelly and, and some uh, some chocolate notes to it. In addition to that maltiness, that malty goodness. That's really good. Yeah. A little bready. Really enjoy it. Yeah. No, um, who is it? The Great Rap that has um, the oh, dark lager. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what is reasonably it? Reasonably Corrupt. Yes, that's a yeah. good one. Yeah. So I, I, I haven't had Reasonably Corrupt in a while, but, I, you know, it's just something locally that people can mm-hmm. compare, it, compare to. it to. Yeah. So... Besides uh, Lupulin, is there any other breweries that are coming that you guys can talk about? Or is everything still in the uh, works? I, I mean, we could probably talk yeah. about the next <laughs> one. That's uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you could tell them about that because we're. I mean, that's all but done, right? Yeah, you're the it? boss. You can I talk forgot. about whatever you want there, Chris. You know, I mean. Who did we meet? Yeah. In oh. A, in, in yeah. A, so so yeah, Orpheus Brewing. I, I couldn't remember oh, nice. if, they, if we had anybody in front of them. We're trying to organize these guys and actually like release them in a timely manner. Yeah. <laughs> so we're bringing in Orpheus. Um, they're doing some killer sours, uh, these insane barrel-aged stouts. Um, and they've got a great reputation for quality liquids. So I'm, I'm, I'm super stoked to have them. I really am. Yeah. You know, we're in Atlanta. Um, yeah, we had our little trip to go meet yeah. you guys at Pontoon. We were trying to meet a few breweries out there, and the guys from Pontoon kind of <clears throat> said, hey, you really need to go meet this guy from Orpheus. And the owner yeah. flew in that day. He came but back from – He uh, drove in from a wedding in, in South Carolina. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And, like, yeah. went out of his way to come meet us, came, came and poured us all these beers. We, we were blown away. And, That's uh, really cool. Yeah. He gave us some, like, kind of nice. bourbon barrel stouts that were like, mm. man – I think by that point we were already we were already a few in. We had visited a few other places, <laughs> and so I'd, I'd had a couple beers there already. And then he starts. He's just like, "Hey, let me get you all these." So he shows up with like thirty glasses. I mean, we were just. I, 
I don't remember leaving. <laughs> Uber took us home. Yeah, Uber <laughs> took us home. My my, my next question about all this is when you do this again, can I come? Yeah, <laughs> and yes. be a part of this because it sounds fun. Time. Actually, you could do some remote podcasts. Yes. Yeah. That would be very cool. Yeah, we're gonna we're planning on doing out. a Houston trip pretty soon. I'll pay for my own way, man. Like, That's fine. Be on the company fine. bill. <laughs> I'm not an employee. I mean, you're a sponsor. You pay me for that. That's- I, I like to spend Chris's money, so I'd say that he could pay for you, but I don't know if he'd agree to it. He already gives me money every month, so it's all, it's yeah. all good. I already, yeah. get, already get his money. It's like money. alimony. Speaking of which, it is uh, – no, I'm just picking <laughs> <laughs> I just had to send him money. He picked me up Chick-fil-A on the way here. Did you send me money? I said, yes, I Venmo'd you 10 bucks. I didn't see it. You probably Venmo'd my wife. I'll never see that money. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> it's there. I got proof I can show you. It's sent. The chicken money. Uh, so I, I totally skipped over this at the beginning of the show because I was I wanted to talk about the space that we were in, that we're in recording the show. But how was everyone's holidays? Like we're this is the first show of the year. This uh, it, the airing of this will be uh, the ninth. Is Saturday the ninth? Yeah, still kind of close Math, to the holidays. Yeah. yeah. So like, how did everyone bring in the new year? Ladies go first. Sophie? Yeah. She probably has a better story than we do anyway. Yeah, but my story's horrible, I'll tell you right now. We didn't go too wild. We stayed pretty low key for the most part. Um, just a few sparklers. Um, I mean, besides. Champagne? Drinking, there was champagne. Right. A, a magnum? <laughs> a magnum? <laughs> Not that day. <laughs> there was champagne. Hole in my shirt from from some fireworks, but that's about the excitement of my night. Christmas was well. Santa Santa came and went. He took care of you. Yes, he did. There you go. It was a good time. It was nice. It went by really really fast for me. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? No, it's a bad thing. Unlike you, Uh, I'm a Christmas freak. I'm a Grinch. So (laughs) I'm just glad the holidays are done. Chris, what did you do for? Yeah, I didn't. I just hung out with the family, so uh, we worked our ass or butts off. You could say that's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we worked our backsides off for uh, <laughs> doing a trying to fit five days worth of deliveries into three, so we could get Christmas Eve off and Christmas. Yeah. And same thing for New Year's and New Year's Eve, but uh, it was nice. I actually got to spend some downtime with the family, which is uh, pretty rare these days. And uh, and we did the same thing with uh, New Year's. It was quiet, you know. I actually got to see my grandmother for the first time in a oh, while. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It was it was like super socially distanced, you know. Yeah. She's twenty five plus, so we don't want to gotcha. risk her getting <laughs> sick. And uh, and so I, I was I was yeah that was that was nice. But uh, New Year's, ah, we lit a big bonfire and mm-hmm. just hung out. Yeah. Nice, Jordan. What'd you do? Uh, I have two young kids, so uh, Santa. Yeah, and toys everywhere, boxes everywhere, lots of like energy, tons of fun though. They I mean, played with the boxes more than they played with the actual toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you, the thing you think they're going to be excited about. My son, my five-year-old, was yeah. most excited about his lunchbox from Santa. That's, <laughs> that was his favorite toy. That, he literally went. Santa could have like, saved a fortune. Yeah, my my mom and told her that Santa brought. <laughs> him a lunchbox so you know that's it's the little things man. yeah it's the little known but um 
Yeah, then New Year's went to the neighbor's house, okay. and that allowed me to drink a lot and you know, make New Year's Day pretty miserable. But it was it was a good yeah. time. I can, I can say I didn't have this was not the second year in a row that I wasn't severely hungover for New Year's for New Year's Day. Normally, from playing in a band for so long, I'm usually spending my New Year's Eve in a bar or or playing in the the last years when i was with the antiques we played every year at the laburge casino mm-hmm. so last year was my first new year's eve off since 2002 hmm. and before that i'd played new year's eve from 1993 to 2002 when that was the first year i had off then this year i had off and i didn't do anything <laughs> i laid low i went by a friend's house we popped some fireworks Left their house at 11.30, was home before midnight, was sleeping by 12.30. Well, I had a beer, like, didn't drink at all during the holidays. The only drink I had was New Year's Eve. I had a beer. Wow. Woke up. Man, you're the opposite of me. I was laughing. I saw something on, on social media the other day. It says, man, I'm glad the holidays are over. I've been drunk since Halloween. <laughs> I saw that too. I think yeah. somebody, I saw somebody post that. I'm too. I'm too old for that, Sophie. I just turned forty-eight. Like I'm just. Oh no! I'm a, you cannot. <laughs> I've, I've partied enough. Like I just want to. I want to be home, and I want it to be quiet, and just like want to take it easy and not not be hungover the next day. Because my last, yeah. the last New Year's yeah. Eve that I was out and had to play, we played at the LaBerge. We had a room there, so. No one had to worry about driving home. And we walked out of the edge bar at 6 a.m. when they finally started shutting it down. Ooh. Like, we played. We played. So they do a thing uh, in the big the event room at the LaBerge for, for the, all their, their uh, high rollers. Mm. And then they do another party where it's like $40 to get a ticket. And it's all you can drink from 11 to 1 or 10 to 1 or whatever it is. So we were playing during that. And at one, when we stopped, we were walking off stage, and there was a drink cart because all the equipment was uh, provided. So I didn't have to bring my drums or anything. I just brought my sticks. Oh, that's so awesome. I'll yeah. just grab my stick bag. I'm like, Less good to, to worry go. About. We were walking off the stage, and there was a drink cart right there. And my guitar player grabbed a fifth of tequila, and I grabbed a fifth of Maker's Mark. <laughs> and we just walked downstairs to the Edge Bar, and I, I emptied that Maker's Mark bottle. Ooh. And let's just say New Year's Day was a struggle. Like was, I woke we we walked out of there at six, crashed when we got up to the room until nine. Woke up, went downstairs, ate the buffet, the breakfast buffet to put some food in us, and then dro- I drove back to my apartment and literally walked in, looked at my roommate, and he was like, "You had fun last night," and I just nodded and went on the couch and slept until eight o'clock that night. So I'm done partying, Sophie. I'm done. I'm not doing it. You can do it. I can do it. You can do it. Yes, you do it for me. Somebody needs to do it besides me. I don't need to be doing it. Uh, all right, so I'm I'm need to finish off this black lager and then yeah, you got to catch up. Yeah, I'm drinking. I'm talking too much, but it's, it's my good. show. I need to I need it's to your do show, something. Man. So this next one, when I'm about to try the Lupulin Brewing's chocolate peanut butter porter, and I have the Imperial in my fridge. Yeah. yeah. This so the, this will be a good comparison, I guess. I have to go drink the Imperial when I get home. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. This is like drinking liquid uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. I mean, oh, and it's man. crushable. Like it goes down 
way too easily. Mm-hmm. I agree. I do not drink dark beers. I don't drink stouts or porters, and I'm like loving this. So, Shocker. yeah, this is this is a beer. <laughs> yeah. This is a beer that we plan on uh, carrying like a core beer from them, though. So the the hope is that this is just going to be available all the time, and we can get it into a bunch of stores. That's yeah. that's the plan, at least with this beer. Oh my! It smells like a peanut butter cup. Like it's, it literally smells like a peanut butter cup. I, I mean, honestly, gnarly barley's peanut butter Corova Porter. It's hard to beat that. And that's not available all the time, so we just figured, heck, if we could have a beer in the market that's similar. So this is a year-round. Yeah, year-round. Yeah, yeah. This is really. Um, We could have something out there that people can pick up whenever they can't get peanut butter Corova. I mean, so shout out to Gnarly Barley for making killer beer. Yeah, that peanut butter Corova is is really good, and they they. Don't they do an imperial version of that? Or they did at one point? They did, yeah. When they were bought, when they did the bottles? Maybe? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was bottles that they did of that. Okay. But yeah, it's. I mean, it's a good beer, and people go crazy whenever it's released. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if there's another peanut butter chocolate porter out there that's available in the market all the time, but um, it's. If there is, it's about to move to the There's side. There's one you with know. the goat on it. What, what is that one? The, the horny oh yeah, goat or something? yeah, the horny goat yeah. brand. Yeah, yeah. Gotta love the name. Of the horny goat. <laughs> yeah, I mean horny goat. That's straight up marketing. That's good marketing. Yeah, <laughs> it worked on me. Oh. <laughs> so, my next question. Is for so for 2021, do you have a list of breweries that you plan on approaching this year? Are there any that are that have been on a list that you wanted to reach out to that have started to reach out to you guys? Like, what is the process going after these smaller breweries from out of state to a figure out if they can meet up with the demand to have them distribute and then just to I guess just the overall approach on how that works. Um, well, usually it starts off with just a uh, uh, an introduction. Usually, uh, we meet a lot of these these other breweries um, through through our current current partners, yeah. um, or through you know Travis has been in the industry. Travis uh, Clark, who's uh, he's been in the industry for years, got a ton of connections, and so you know we'll we'll be sitting around you know shooting the breeze and man it'd be great to have you know such and such here and he's like oh i got their contact information next thing you know <laughs> travis knows everybody yeah yeah and yes. i find that like even people that he just met he's just like hey man what's your what's your cell phone like he's just <laughs> gathering all this information so um so that's typically how these 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 interactions start um and we really like to work with people that uh that we like, right? I don't want to work with a brewery that's, you know, all stuck up and, you know, we like working with people that are cool, like, you know, and and we have similar values, similar goals. And so, uh, so we find all these things out just through these conversations. We just, you know, we'll have a few meetings here and there. um, And then usually it'll result in a, in a trip. Um, We'll meet these guys face to face. And, um, and then from there, we uh, we just kind of decide if we want to move forward or not. But uh, but a lot of that, you know, through those conversations, we find out how much they're producing, um, you know, what kind of frequency we'll be able to get their beer, um, you know, because a lot of people, they, they come into these things thinking it's going to be a full-on distribution contract and we're going to be getting beer, you know, on the monthly basis or yeah. you know, whatnot. And, and a lot of them, you know, 
the market may not necessarily be able to support a monthly drop from them, you know. So we, we would prefer to do a quarterly or, you know, twice a year or however we want to do it. But, uh, you know, we just kind of work all these things out on the on the front end. But uh, Yeah, a lot of it's, it's uh, a feeling out process. Yeah. You know, uh, we, we've actually had breweries come to us recently more than they used to. So that's been happening more often. I think that... The word's getting out on you guys. The word's getting out. We have a better reputation. You know, if you look at where we were at uh, January of last year compared to January of this year, it's a huge difference. Honestly, I'm surprised at um, some of the requests that we get. Like, just some of the random contacts. I'm like, how the heck do these people know about us? Like, they're on the far tip of Maine, and they've heard about us. Yeah, we had a Maine brewery reach out recently that we had never heard of. Wow, okay. um, Yeah. So, and a lot of it has to do with uh, just New Orleans. A lot of people will, hey, man, we want to be in New Orleans. And, and yeah. so they look down there and they see the available options, and there's nobody else that's independent and good except us. Yeah. So. <laughs> like, how, how does that make you feel, like, to have, like, those, yeah, to have those breweries see that? Like, you guys are the game, are, the, are like, the game in town to get distributed here. Like, they're not going to go to Mockler or Crescent Crown or Southern Eagle or whoever because to them, they're not going to bring anything to the table that's going to benefit them. But yeah. for you guys to to, for, to partner with them and get them down here on a smaller level, they know you're going to pay more attention and help that brand grow here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we're a small business like they are. We have the same struggles, uh, you know, similar issues. And and so we're definitely going to understand – their 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 business a lot more so than one of these one of these big guys would um you know and we also don't have you know minimum distribution amounts and things like we yeah. have to have you know 100 cases of this x beer or we're not going to sell it kind of yeah. thing so um like send us what you can and we're going to move it exactly exactly so it, it's it, it's beneficial to everybody and that also works out for a lot of breweries that we would love to have here but maybe they don't have enough uh enough beer to be able to send us so we're able to kind of pack some things like from a little bits of stuff that they they didn't sell in their market and and put together a nice little a nice little pallet of beer to get shipped down here so we can actually have some of their beer in the market yeah as opposed to just not having anything have any of these breweries been surprised at the uh response to their product here like maybe they thought they could move some beer here but it's been like look we're out we need more beer and they're just like whoa yeah kind of freaked out about that untitled art was one of the ones where they were just you know we were like rock stars yeah yeah because we came in on the front end of of them really doing a major expansion uh into addition into other states and so there were only a handful of uh distributors that that carried them um and so when we picked them up uh, we kept asking for more and more and more and they couldn't give it to us and so they were uh, they, they were really ex- happy they with expanded us. eventually because yeah. of it i mean yeah. they, they literally great. they built a bigger brewery because of it yeah pontoon too i mean uh i mean that we we we've had like a love affair with pontoon just because yeah. well they, number one they're awesome they're, yeah. they're, they're really, really cool awesome people guys. man yeah um they got some really good beers for sure they, they have good they beer really and you know it's just been a good relationship with them from day one so um it's why we went out of our way to make sure we got up there and uh meet those guys just because we had so many good conversations with them over the phone right so what i just poured in my glass it's probably one of my favorite breweries that you guys brought down here 
Humble Forager. This cloud hopping uh, New England IPA. I haven't had this one yet. This it's is killer. delicious. It's killer, man. So yeah. good. We got this thing when it was just a couple days old, so it's just now starting to hit its stride. And it's, yeah. it, I mean, since I drank it last, it's this is really good. Yeah, I think we had it a day after it was canned. So. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. They threw it on a truck for us, and uh, and it was down here the next day. The nose on this is fantastic. It is so yeah. good. Yeah. Um, Humble Forager brews at the Untitled Art facility. Yeah. Uh, the guy that brews that beer owns a brewery called Forager Brewery. Okay. I don't know what state that's in, but anyway, he's in, tra- he's, it's Wisconsin? in Wisconsin. Wisconsin? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, he's yeah. just trying to. Wyanock or something like that. Wyanock. Wy- 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 I think we had this thing on the radio the other day. Wy- we were trying Wanake. to say Wanake, yeah. 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 Let's go with that. That sounds yeah. right. But uh, <laughs> anyway, he's trying to mimic some of his beers he produces at Forager Brewing and put them into mass distribution, which. I, he, he's doing a really good job. I mean, yeah. the beers we've brought in have been really good. Yeah, Humble – I'd heard of Entitled Art from someone, but I did know who Humble Forager was. And I think the first thing I had from them, we were doing uh, a show at the old warehouse. And I want to say it was like – it was a breakfast out or something maybe that you, that we had? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was uh... – it's like a it, it was a, Voyager's like a, getaway or something. Yeah, it was a like stout, a, like yeah. a maple pancake or something, like a blueberry pancake or something. Oh, like that. That, was the, that was the that was the, the sour. Yeah, sour. Yeah, yeah, that thing. Oh my god! I was thinking of the stout, that yeah. Voyager's getaway stout or porter. The yeah. por- it was an imperial okay. porter, marshmallows and. Uh, but I think uh, I had that one too. But I remember yeah. like it was like a blueberry pancake one that we. That had. one's was, that beer was memorable. Yeah. Yeah, Jeez. that one we didn't. I didn't do my job correctly. I didn't roll the can around. So oh, yeah, like the was... first two pours were clear, and then I think you just got a giant clump of like just fruit. <laughs> and glass. I took it, and it was delicious. <laughs> yeah. like, More, please. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna pour an untitled art beer for you in a minute. That's you, you'll that's, you'll get the same sort of uh, you, yeah, the, the same sort of thickness from it. But it's it's really good. The thickness. Yeah. So, what does Humble Forger have a specific beer that they're really known for? Like a like a specific style? Or is it, they're just kind of like doing everything? I would think that it's the the thick sours, the thick sours, yeah, the, coastal the, the sunrise, thick fruit, and coastal sunsets, yeah. They, so they have a coastal sunrise. Yeah, yeah, we're so we there's coastal series. They they're confusing. That's the only bad thing about them. Their marketing is confusing. <laughs> okay, they have coastal series, like multiple series of coastal beers. Coastal sunshine is like fruited sours. Coastal sunset is fruited dessert inspired sours and coastal sunrise is sours with breakfast flavors okay so I'm glad you can remember all this you just call it extremely <laughs> like know your knowledge about homer forager it is extremely yeah, it sounds it, like it's it. a little. Yeah. They're, they're so you just good. call call it sunrise, sunshine, Sun, sunset, sunset. Yeah. and you know you get the idea. Sunrise, breakfast, sunset, dessert. So, yeah. Essentially, they developed a platform yeah. for you to drink all day long. <laughs> yes, from yeah. morning to to night. Right? I like that concept. That's yeah. a great concept. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially here in Louisiana, when especially when football season's around. Yeah. Hopefully, that'll be a normal yeah. thing this year you almost don't have Fingers to eat crossed. like no. i mean it's got so much fruit fruit puree in it it's healthy <laughs> you all no. your yeah all yeah. your essential vitamins and everything yeah, it's really a new diet plan that we're putting together 
I like it. Yeah. Sponsored by Humble Forager. <laughs> I need that. I'm trying to. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not doing a good job of it tonight, but I'm trying to like to drink less and be on a diet. Sorry. Get my yeah. fat ass in shape. But, so radio, far, radio version, Chuck. It's I can say that I've said yeah. I say it enough. See, we get a lot of we, we make people nervous at the radio station when we start. Jay and I start talking about the show Shits Creek. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Because everybody's. I'm like, watching that show. I love it. It's a great yeah. show. Everybody's yeah. like, you, you can't say that on radio. I was like, well, we're talking about the show Shits Creek. Yeah. You have to preface it with the show Shits Creek, so that way you know you're not saying something else. Uh, yeah. We're talking about the show. Yeah, the yeah, spelling is S C H I T T apostrophe. Yes, yeah. totally different from the <laughs> way you shouldn't say it, as opposed to the show Shit's Creek. I never thought about I'm that. Push causing that envelope as much as I can. Yeah, never yeah. thought yeah. about it being an issue on radio, like it's talking like about that show. Happens, yeah. like, and you just be like, Ah, oh, Shit's Creek. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just did it. Yeah. I'm fine. See, I'm fine because like this this show airs like nine thirty, ten o'clock on talk, so it doesn't matter at this time of night. Like, what? who's gonna get offended? If you're gonna get offended, then oh yeah. yeah. Your kids should be in bed. Yeah. Hey, kids should not be listening to a craft beer radio show slash podcast. Unless they have really cool parents. And, yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, but look. Chris, he's, ra- <laughs> he's he's raising three girls. I mean, Ooh, yeah, so, man. Yeah. Are you just going to keep them in the house locked up until they're like 30? Because that's no, the plan no. with my daughter. I'm teaching them all how to use firearms properly. Smart, man. Yeah, there you uh, go. Yeah. So I don't, I don't really have much to worry about. My young, my middle one's a scrapper, so she'll handle she'll handle my uh, my enforcement. So I don't actually have to touch the boys. I'm just gonna send her after them, so I don't hit a minor. But then, uh, yeah. You don't want to do that. No, I just send my minor after the minor. <laughs> send the minor after the minor. We're not we're not promoting parent on minor violence here. No, That's absolutely not, not. Absolutely not. But you know, most of the most of the boys that my daughters talk to, um, they're all young, respectable. Uh, I'd hate to say young men, but boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Sophie just got super excited over there with that can of beer, Jordan. Just... I did. It's it's um it's kind of a girly beer, but I don't mean that in a bad way. Is it one Sophie. of their hard seltzers? Very refreshing beer. Is it one of their hard seltzers? It's, it's, it's no, a hard it, seltzer. It, well, it, it's a seltzer. It's a hard seltzer. <laughs> it's but it's it, okay. it's different. You see, you see both of the response. Well, uh, my response to that is because. And no offense to Untitled Order, I love your beer. I am not a fan of their seltzers. I've had three of their seltzers, and I didn't like any of them. This doesn't drink like a seltzer at all. This drinks... (laughs) It doesn't pour like a seltzer. I'm looking at it right now. All right, so (laughs) it legit, it's like they took a seltzer base and blended a smoothie into it. And they did this beer with Omnipolo, who's well-known for their creative, like, crazy beers. So, that's what you're getting with this. It's uh, tropical fruits and vanilla, along with the seltzer base. It does look like, actually really, really good. It doesn't look like any hard seltzer I've seen. It, it drinks like a like a smoothie beer, um, but it doesn't have any of the maltiness to it okay. at all. So, I think that's probably why they decided to use the seltzer base, just to get a cleaner fruit well, flavor. In my opinion, like, I feel like you, I can kind of like distinctively like... It's very approachable. Is <laughs> yeah. I can like know like when I'm drinking an untitled art seltzer over just like another type of seltzer. I don't yeah. know. Like I feel like their seltzer's yeah. have a distinct kind of taste. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, 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 yeah. Like
and the CO2 is trapped in there and it slowly releases. Yeah. And it ended up fizzing over the top still. <laughs> I was like, what? I know how to pour a beer, but yeah. it, is, it has so much like trapped in there um, from the thickness. Yeah, it's, right there on the end. Yep. So, it, it's really good, though. Jordan, where's Omnipolo from? I, I haven't heard of those guys. Oh, that's another country. I want to say, I'll, I'll be wrong. I want to another say Swiss, country. Yeah, oh, wow, Switzerland okay. or something. Yeah. I think I think there's Swedish. Swedish. Okay. All right. I'm intrigued by this color-wise, nose-wise. All right, here you go. I'm gonna look it up for you. He's right a now. changed man. Yep. See. That's not a seltzer. That is a seltzer. <laughs> that's, that's a seltzer. It's not, not a. It's not a seltzer. It's a, It's a. It's a. It's like a smooth, like a smoothie IPA or something. Where are they from? Sweden. Sweden. Ah, oh, we were both the from. Swedes. Yeah. What did I say? I said Switzerland. Switzerland. Oh, you're close. That's ridiculous. It started yeah. with an S and a W. I, I think I meant Sweden. So I'll that's give you what that. I meant to say. Sure. Well, I meant fine. Sweden. This is delicious. Now, if every seltzer tasted like this, I'd drink them all the time. So now you understand my excitement? For this one, yeah, but not just for yeah. seltzers. And, are you a hard seltzer drinker? Only untitled. Okay. I can honestly say, like, I don't truly enjoy drinking, like, a Truly or White Claws or anything. Good for you. I don't. You know. <laughs> there are no laws. There should be a law. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is really good. Just like, like a... I'm telling you, like a it's a pineapple almost, smoothie or something. It's yeah. almost like they put this in a blender and they poured seltzer base and then they just put a bunch of fruits and vanilla in there and blended it all yeah. together it's like, that a, easy, like folks. a smoothie. I it's mean, that it's, easy. You could do it yourself. So we can take a, like a seltzer and just take like a, a juice for it, mix that up, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But well, I would do that all the time. They they did a good job blending it though. It all blends well together. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't even look like a seltzer. No, I mean it's fizzy, but it's it almost, thick looking as well. It almost looks like the medicine you used to have to take when you were a kid that was always had like some random flavor. If you had the flu or whatever, yeah, you know, you'd have to keep it in the fridge. See, that was my problem with the the one of the Untitled Arts hard seltzers that I had. It tasted like cough medicine to me. Oh, was that was the, the uh, black cherry? Yep, black that's cherry. it. Black yeah. cherry. Yeah. Black just, cherry had a little bit of that. You know, I, that that flavor to some people is delicious, yeah, but I, I definitely get where you're coming from. Yeah, with that. I, was, I was like... Of, of all, that was my least favorite. Yeah. The other two that I had were okay, but it's not like something I'm going to like go out and buy. Yeah. The black cherry one, I was like, no. Like, mm, unless I'm yeah. running a fever and I've got a cough and I need to go take a nap, then yeah, I'll drink this because it feels like I'm <laughs> drinking cough medicine. But, and like, again, no offense to Untitled Art, I love your beer. You're, oh, not you're not going to slow down that train anyway. I mean, those Untitled oh, no, Art seltzers no. are just blowing it out the water right now. So yeah. this is this one is on the store shelves right now. I can get this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Man. You can find it at Calandro's. Um, where else? Uh, Harvest. Um, ben Q. Yeah, ben Q. Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Um, and are we syndicated in New Orleans? <laughs> on this show, I'm just thinking. I mean, do people I need in to New, Orleans New Orleans listen to places. the podcast. So five hundred four, so yeah. yeah, five hundred four. Saving you can find time, it there, saving time. Yeah, I know. I'm, um, I'm pretty sure it's picking up some steam over there because I want to say saving time ordered a bunch of it in the second week, so that yeah. means they sold a bunch of it week yeah. one. That's a place I've never been, but I always hear good stuff. You need to go. It's uh, it's definitely uh, it's it's worth a go. It's uh, it's like it's, the ultimate hole in the wall, like 
craft beer honey hole. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's the tiny. size of this room. Yeah. And there's like just stacks of beer everywhere. <laughs> stacks of beer everywhere. I, I mean, I don't, yeah. that don't mean that offensive. <laughs> it's all good stuff. That, <laughs> every picture I've seen of it is just like, yeah, it's just stacks of beer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a good place to go. I mean, they have everything. Yeah, they, they buy yeah. all the craft. So. It's a good place to find things that you can't necessarily find anywhere else, too. So cool. Because he does buy a, a lot of quantity, and so like sometimes things will kind of fall through the cracks, or it'll get stuck behind something, and you'll walk in there and be like, "Hell yeah!" I've been nice. For okay, that. that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I've been wanting to get down to New Orleans, but I want to get down to New Orleans to go and record podcasts, and I can't do that now. You should record yeah, one after today. In save nope. time. Oh, well, the saving time is not in New Orleans. It's in Jefferson Parish, right? Mm-hmm. It's in Harahan. I, so, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, dude, you could probably do whatever you want, Harahan. Well, don't, don't give people ideas. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it is do whatever you want over in Jefferson Parish. <laughs> run free, people. Yeah. Run free. We're streaking through the quad. Yeah. There you go. That uh, would be great. But I, I've been wanting to get down to New Orleans because I want to go podcast over at Miel. I want to go to Port Orleans. I want to go to to NOLA because they just put a pizza sh- uh, a pizza place up in their tap room. Uh, oh, do they? The barbecue Who? shop left NOLA. Oh, really? And they've got a, a wood-fired pizza oven uh, nice. place up in there now. And all I've heard is great things about the pizza. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's, I, the tap room is not considered a restaurant, so unless they got some kind of... I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I don't how remember how it all works, but yeah. I think those uh, breweries that have food on site can get the temporary restaurant permit. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's possible. Maybe uh, so. I think because I, I I think Carlos over at Bayou Tesh with with the flying salsa pizza, mm-hmm. like I know they have people that can go there and eat and get beer, and they have but they can't sit inside and drink. They have the outside area with all the picnic tables and stuff that people can sit down and. Yeah, get beer and eat pizza. Yeah, and Lachine keeps coming to mind, but they uh, they're actually classified as a restaurant. Yeah. Um, so, I'm, as of this airing, I would have I will have been at Lachine today. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So nice. I've, I've I can't tell you what it, how how good of a time I had because obviously <laughs> I haven't been there yet. Yeah, I, I haven't been there yet as of this recording. Yeah, it's a but great I'm place. looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, Brett. Dunham is a friend of mine, so I'm excited to go and check out their place. I like the concept of them having all their brew, brew uh, equipment in the the wells of like yeah. what used to be a Jiffy Lube. Yeah, yeah. you got to have them take you to the dungeon. And that's what he calls yeah. it, the dungeon. Well, I don't know if that, that's what oh, I they call should. It. You should call it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a great that's name a great for name. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it just looks so unassuming, you know. Like yeah, you just have like the little staircase right there in the middle. You can walk down, pull pull a few drinks from the tap, and you know from the from the tanks themselves and. It's a it's a great. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm not saying everybody should go like. Not everybody can do that. Yeah, you, know, go you gotta beat Chuck P. Well, you know? I don't know if I could even do that either. You can do that. <laughs> don't don't go to Lachine and think you can just go down there and start pouring beer out of the tank. No, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, if, if you'd like to Brett stay, puts, don't. Uh, puts a <laughs> lock on it. He locks yeah. it up. Like, yeah. you can't just. If you'd like to stay, don't do that. Yeah, yeah don't do that. Yeah. I tell you what. Before all this uh, craziness started again with having like a lot of places shut down, like places like Gila. I was actually at Gila a while back. Uh, when their tap room was available to be open and checked out their new brew system. Mm-hmm. That was impressive because I was so used to seeing the small brew system they had. Now they have what's like a 15-barrel system? No, is that it's what a it? no, five, uh, five, five, barrel. five barrel. But it's very impressive looking. Yeah. Like Not saying it didn't look like a true brewery, you know, a brew floor when I went there before, but now it really 
looks like a brew floor walking in there. And I'm, I'm super happy for Derek and Brad and Alex. And Derek's part of the Pelican Craft Brands yeah, team. Yeah, man. So uh, it's good for him to be part of a distribution company and have a have a, a, a brewery slash tap room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even though, I mean, you you feel bad for those guys. You feel for them right I now. Do, I mean, it's um, – Like they're only, they only can do to go and it's just – and the, you know they put that new system in they're brewing more beer and you know now they, they there's no way they could sell as much as they were with that tap room open yeah. so you know you feel bad for them uh hopefully they can get some sort of reprieve Sorry, here in the future where they can at least get like 25 percent capacity or something okay. you know um but yeah i mean they continue to put out some good beers you saw I think just today they put out a can art uh, for their upcoming beer. It's a yeah. Step Brothers theme looking. Yeah, can. I like it. it looks <laughs> it really a, it cool. It was a good looking design. Who are we talking about? Talking about Gilla. Gilla. <laughs> Make sure you guys uh, that are listening go support Gilla. Go support any of the local breweries where you can't go sit in their tap rooms. It's only to go, go and show your love and give them your business and buy local because it is super important. Definitely to keep all these places open. Well, guys, we are about done with this episode of the ABV Podcast, our first for 2021. Uh, hopefully, as you guys grow, the podcast can grow as well. We can uh, expand more and get to some more breweries and maybe bring on some more sponsors and do some more cool stuff. I will, I'd love to do, if we if we can arrange it, to do a show here once a month. Yeah. Just to get an update on what's going on and just, just to hang out and drink some beers. Well, I... We, we play some ping pong, maybe. We have some uh, some exciting breweries that we've had conversations with recently. So yeah, I, I think that almost monthly we probably could give some pretty exciting updates. I mean, the, the Orpheus update. I, I mean, that's the first time we've put that out publicly. So um, breaking we're, news we're, on the yeah, we're, we're pretty fired up for that, man. I mean, drinking their beers was really fun on site, and I, I know that we have some lined up that people are really going to be fired up about. Sweet. I'm looking forward to it. Well, Chris, Sophie, Jordan, thank you guys so much for having the show. We appreciate it. Thank you. Follow Pelican Craft Brands online as well. They are on Facebook, Instagram. I'd say Twitter, but you guys don't really. No, we don't. We don't tweet. We're not tweeting yet. Are you on uh, Snapchat? Are you on TikTok? I want to get on TikTok. You need to get on TikTok. Uh, All the cool kids are doing TikTok. We we can't get Sophie, come on. on. Sophie's old enough to understand TikTok, so she ought to be able to get us on TikTok. (laughs) I'm 48 and I understand TikTok, so come on. No. Apparently, what I've been told is that is that Chris is a TikTok fiend. Yeah, he's a junkie. You like, like watching? You don't create anything? I'm, I'm big into uh, into steak TikTok. Which, and, after uh, listening yeah. to his ringtone, <laughs> I definitely Oh, what's your it. ringtone? It's, it's the, it's it the w- whistle from Kill Bill, you know. Oh. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, I like that. One. <laughs> I like that. That's, that's not TikTok anything. That's just like a fan of Quentin Tarantino movies. Exactly. That's nothing to do with TikTok. Kill Bill might be my, the, those two movies might be my favorite Quentin Tarantino movies. Uh, yeah. yeah, great movies. They're really good. Mm-hmm. But follow those guys on social media. As soon as they get on TikTok, we'll let you know. We will yes. Be doing a giveaway. <laughs> oh. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. This weekend. So well, this well, is airing. Well, Saturday. Yes. So yeah. So you guys go on Pelican Craft Brands and go and enter into our giveaway. We're giving away a mixed four pack and a Lupulin Brewery hat. Well, um, I'm going right now. Pickup only. Learn that the hard way. Local pickup only. Yeah. 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 
people get angry like in other countries when they can't come pick up their beer. <laughs> we can't ship to Belgium. It doesn't work yeah. that way. So that's how you know it's truly random. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So go go to their go to their uh, Facebook page and stuff and sign up for that because that'd be pretty cool to want to mix one pack. On Monday. Oh, so you got like a day. So go do it. Do it now. Not not bright and early, but you know, not at four a.m. Midday Monday. If you're li- if you're listening right now, it's probably about close to ten ten thirty. Go ahead, get on the Facebook page, go there, and you can win a possibly win a four mixed four pack and a Lupulin hat. Yeah, I'd go do it, but I, I I guess I'm disqualified because you guys are a sponsor, so I can't do that. I don't care. You want a Lupulin hat? <laughs> you don't even wear hats, do you? I do wear hats. I'll give you a Lupulin hat. Yay, Lupulin hat. All right, cool. Yeah. Also, guys, don't forget to follow the ABV Podcast on Instagram and Facebook as well. Find the podcast on all your podcast outlet outlets. We are here every Saturday, 9.30-ish on Talk 107.3. It's weird because sometimes some of the other shows run a little bit long, so this it's either like I'm on at 9.15, sometimes I'm on at 9.30, but just make sure between 9 and 10 you can tune in to Talk 107.3 and you can find us here. Until next time, I am Chuck P. This is the ABV Podcast. Cheers.